Welcome to the Personal Injury Marketing Minute, where we quickly cover the hot topics in the legal marketing world. I'm your host, Lindsay Busfield. While you might think of yourself as a lawyer, you are in all reality a salesperson. You sell your legal services to potential clients, you sell your perspective to insurance companies, and when you step into a courtroom, you sell your case to the jury. In order to sell your case, you need the tools to help the jury understand exactly why they should buy in. While you have logic, sound reasoning, and expert testimony, it isn't worth a damn unless the jury actually understands what it all means. Think of it this way. Optimize My Firm sells SEO and content marketing for lawyers. But if I come in charging about backlinks and metadata, I will have immediately lost the sale. Why? Because what you understand, what you really care about, is whether or not you can get more cases. The same concept is true in the courtroom. The average jury just doesn't understand a TBI. Unless they have physically experienced the pain that comes with one, they can't fully empathize with your client and understand the long-term impacts on his or her life. Since you can't and shouldn't inflict a TBI on your jury members, the next best thing is to show them a lifelike animation of what a TBI looks like, giving the jury a visceral reaction to the injury itself. Joining us today is John Reichs, the CEO of High Impact, a full-service technical animation studio that creates custom animations for personal injury lawyers and other industry professionals. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Well, I gave a brief introduction about your company, but explain a bit more what your team does and how medical animations help lawyers in the courtroom. Yeah. Uh, first off, I'll say great introduction. Um, you know, if you're looking <laughs> for a job, uh, that, that's, uh, that's pretty spot on. Um, so, you know, our goal as a company is to help people without specialized training to better understand complex technical material so they can make informed decisions. And, uh, the majority of what we do is within the legal context at this point. Um, but that does also apply even outside of legal. Um, so as a starting point, I think, you know, we try to remind people that a picture is worth a thousand words. Obviously video is even more valuable. And, you know, if, if you look at some studies about this, somewhere around two thirds of the population, including myself, are visual learners. So, you know, we need to see a visual to really comprehend and retain information. Um, somewhere around 400% is the number I've heard about how much better your, your comprehension will be when uh, you're presented with information and you're given a visual at the same time. Um, so, and your retention is, is just significantly better. I've heard about six, six X again, I'm sure wow, are, I believe that for sure. Yeah. I'm sure there are quite a, quite a few different studies that are going to give slightly different, uh, outcomes there. But I, I think the the general takeaway that it's, it's going to vastly improve people's understanding and retention of information. That's, that's pretty far without question. Um, so yeah, our, our goal as a company is to make sure that when somebody is looking at, as you said, with your example of a TBI, if you just give somebody a black and white, you know, radiology image, you kind of get a lot of shoulder shrugs and don't really know what they're looking at. Um, unless they happen to, you know, be radiology professionals or, uh, you know, have, have some sort of medical training. They're just, they're going to look at that and not understand what it is or, or why it should matter so much. Um, and so by providing a, either an animation of a brain and a brain map and some further information by giving colorized radiology, there are a number of different things that we can do to really bring that injury to light and make people better understand it. Um, as well as of course, we can provide animations of the mechanism of injury that led to that, um, to that trauma. 
Absolutely. And I mean, and for me, looking at the TBI example that you have on your website, it goes beyond understanding what it is, but really brings out that empathy, that empathetic reaction, um, that you know, the pain that somebody must be experiencing yeah. as they go through that. And for a lawyer presenting a personal injury case, trying to demonstrate how impactful this injury is on somebody's life, uh, pro provoking that empathy in the jury is going to be so important. Uh, yeah, you know, I think if you if you look at the work that we do in the legal space, uh, you could kind of separate everything into three major buckets. We have projects where we are establishing liability and we might be creating a forensic animation or um, sometimes even just providing a, uh, a timeline of events in a case where, you know, it, it could even just be a contract dispute. Sometimes we do something like that, but in a, in a, in a, personal injury case, um, you know, we may have a forensic animation to help show the mechanism of injury as kind of a second bucket here. And we may provide some stills to help, um, to help somebody understand that. But when you get to the damages bucket, I think that specifically is where these TBI cases are. It's, it's a, it's always necessary. You know, people look at a brain injury and it could be very small physically. So you may show a brain map, you may show that there's kind of this red spot that's, you know, inflamed, or you may, you may help highlight what's, uh, what's showing up on, on a scan. Um, but when you start to really break out what impacts that had, that's, that's, uh, and what those different regions of the brain do and how this may have impacted those regions, that's much more impactful for somebody. It's much easier for them to understand how something that looks pea size on a, on a, um, on a scan is quite impactful for that individual. That's incredibly helpful. Um, and we talked a little bit about TBIs, but what other injuries do you feel lend themselves really well to animation? Uh, you know, there's not, I think any specific injury that needs, uh, more or less necessarily. Um, although I, I suppose internal injuries, you know, that that's going to be what's more removed from what we all see day to day. You know, I mm -hmm. don't, I don't know that somebody needs, um, a whole lot of help understanding a severed leg, but you know, when somebody's right. <laughs> dealing with, uh, yeah, the, the, any sort of internal injury, that's where, um, you know, it really starts to help to bring that to light. Anytime you've got, um, radiology as the only thing you're going to be falling to. I, I don't know if you've ever had an injury and had to, you know, had a doctor walk you through an MRI or something like that. I've, I've been unfortunate enough to have some, uh, some injuries where, you know, the doctor points to this black and white MRI and I, and says, you can see right over here, what's going on. And I said, no, I, I, no, I can't, can't. I can a, see a blob. <laughs> exactly. It's a Rorschach test. You know, I, I, I absolutely don't. I see, I see, you know, a child playing in the, in the field. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think anytime you're dealing with an internal injury, there's, there's, uh, um, definitely something to be, to be gained by presenting, um, you know, you know proper graphics around it. Um, I think, Outside of that, when you're when you get to some specific use cases that that really are particularly well suited for our kind of work, nighttime visibility issues are always mm -hmm. you know that's that's something where you tell somebody what they might have seen, but unless you're really going to recreate the scene, you're going to recreate the lighting pattern off of street lights and headlights and you know the textures that were at issue and all of that. Put somebody in the driver's seat if it's an automobile incident. That's where you really get people saying, okay, I get it. This, you know, this is realistically what this person saw. And, um, you know, you can get to the heart of, of the liability issues there. Um, mechanism of injury issues. 
we have one uh, project that that um, we did years ago where there's like a there was like a forklift mechanism that sort of failed, and it's I, I mean, I'm trying to describe it and, and getting to exactly what the problem is. You you just you wouldn't get it if you unless you worked on that kind of forklift, you you wouldn't understand how that particular injury occurred, and you really just need to see it. Uh, so there's some mechanism of injury issues that that are just particularly well suited, and you need you need visuals for people to get it. Um, outside of that, I would say environmental suits, uh, are often a great fit, uh, when you start getting into soil contamination and things like that, and you need to really be able to break down different layers of soil and, and how that contamination may have worked its way back up into the, into the area or affected individuals. Those are, those are great use cases and, um, certainly construction defect cases, you know, um, once you get into anything technical like that, it, it really helps for people to be able to see how was this supposed to be, uh, constructed? How was it actually constructed? How may that have been problematic? Yeah, that I can understand each of those cases lending themselves incredibly well, where a jury member is not going to be an expert engineer and they aren't going to have that background. And frankly, if it were me, I wouldn't want to have that background. That's not where how my brain works. Yeah. But if I were to watch a video of it, I it takes the onus off of me having to be an expert on this and I can visually see exactly how this failure occurred as opposed to trying to roughly imagine what it might have been like. So I can imagine that being an incredibly valuable asset, especially for personal injury lawyers. Yeah. Um, and so if a lawyer wants to hire your company for an animation, what is the process for the design? It typically starts with a discovery call, which would involve our sales team and a project manager. And uh, from there, we'll gather materials from the client. We'll do some internal collaboration and you know, come back uh, if necessary to the client with additional questions. We also, we have a, a um, our team has expertise in quite a few different areas. So they may, um, you know, talk to their colleagues to figure out what they need to know. And, um, and we'll come back with a proposal that includes a script, a list of the exhibits that we um, would be proposing, a budget and a timeline. And um, from there, if somebody decides to work with us, they, um, you know, the team will get to work and we'll deliver proofs um, on whatever schedule has been uh, pre-agreed pre to. Um, most of the time, once you prove something, there are at least some minor edits that might somebody wants to move a label over or whatever, you know, sort of de minimis things. Um, but uh, also they may, what happens sometimes is somebody sees the, the outcome and they go, oh, wow, this has opened up a whole new area that I hadn't even thought of myself as the attorney on the case. And, you know, I'd like to add these other things. And so we may, you know, add a, a change order to, um, you know, to deal with that supplemental work. And um, once it's done, we finalize it and send it over. That's great. And so there's a lot of action that seems to be taking place. How long does it usually take from start to finish to get an animation completed? So animations typically take three to eight weeks. You know, this is one of those things. It's a little bit of like asking how long is a string, but sure. you know, <laughs> ballpark, most of them end up being about three to eight weeks for animations. Illustrations are usually two weeks or less. Uh, we certainly from time to time, get somebody calling us right on the eve of trial. It's not not a great idea. I don't recommend it. You're gonna you're gonna pay top dollar and probably not get probably not get our best work if uh, if it's a, a fire drill like that. But um, we have some things that will turn out in, in a day or two if if it's really an emergency. But um, generally, you should be budgeting you know about two weeks for illustrations and uh, yeah anywhere from three to eight weeks for an animation. 
And I would imagine that personal injury lawyers in general, um, who see the same types of injuries over and over again, um, could, you know, for a TBI case or for, you know, a, a broken in bone internally or something like that, um, could use similar animations. Do they get to keep the rights to those after the fact, or do you guys, um, have an exclusive one-time usage? How does that work? Yeah. Um, so part of this, you have to understand how our business works, uh, the way we're able to give such beautiful illustrations and animations to people is because we have a whole lot of these assets that we've delivered, that we've developed over past work that we are repurposing. So if we're giving somebody full rights to that, then we have a bit of a problem reusing those assets in the future. So, uh, what happens is the clients receive a license to use those animations for the project, um, but they do not receive ownership rights. And where they may have a very similar project and they come back to us and they say, Hey, I've got almost the same case. I just need to move a couple of things around. You know, they get, they get, um, a pretty significant price discount coming back to us with something like that. It's not going to take a lot of work and we'll happily, um, deliver that to them. Okay, great. That's, that's really helpful to, to understand. And, um, I mean, working with the people that you do, obviously you have specialized talent. These are not general graphic designers doing this. Right. Um, so what qualifications do your designers have to ensure the accuracy of the animations, especially when it comes to medical or technical designs? Yeah. So we have, um, about half of the team have master's degrees in biomedical visualization. And among the rest of the team, we have a pretty wide range of other specialized skills, uh, people who have expertise in lighting, texture, architecture, engineering, um, people who've done site inspections and use 3d scanners on location. Um, and we have some in-house medical professionals, doctors and nurses who round out that team's expertise. So it's, um, it's a pretty varied skill set. Uh, again, the nature of the cases that we get are you know, all over the place. So it's really necessary to have all those different folks in house. Right. So these are really specialized designers that are, are accurately and have a very in-depth understanding of what it is that they yeah. are designing. Uh, well, if our listeners want to see your profile, your portfolio, um, and learn more about injury animation and, uh, more animations for their cases, how can they get in touch with you? Go to the website, highimpact.com, uh, contact us, schedule a call, and we're always happy to put together a gallery of past cases that might be relevant to a client's specific needs and show what we could do um, to help them. That is great. Well, John, we will be sure to put all of those links uh, in the podcast comments itself. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a really, really cool uh, interview learning more about this asset. Thank you, Lindsay. It's great talking to you.